And hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Ice Bath. I'm Matt. I'm Griff. And uh, another solid week of football. Yeah, we had some really solid games. Uh, last night's game was really good. Um, Raiders, I thought we were going to pull it out and then choked a 17-point lead. Yeah, I mean, why, why would you go for the two-point there? I mean, yeah, I don't really get it just because there was, what, like 427 left to go in the game. I get it if there's like 27 seconds left, but regardless, the Chiefs were going to have a full drive to work right. with, and it, it's Pat Mahomes. I mean, you don't really – you left him too much time with the lead. Yeah. So. But all that two-point <clears throat> conversion did was deprive us – from a fifth Travis Kelsey touchdown. That is very true. That, um, that would have been something. Yeah, and it's a good thing that last night's game was a good game because um, we were owed a good game after being put through Thursday night football uh, with the Colts and the Broncos. Uh, <laughs> well, we started it off Sunday morning with a really good game, too. Oh, the London was game was really good. Speaking game. of the London game. Are the Giants, are they legit? I think so. I mean, a massive win over the Packers, which was a great game. Did you watch the game? No, I was at work. Oh, yeah. I um, I cracked open my first bush light <laughs> at uh, <laughs> at 9.25 in the morning, and I was in for a treat because it was a phenomenal game. It was uh, really back and forth. Uh, yeah, I did the, see the highlights. The but Giants came back and, and won that game, which was yeah. crazy to me. Um, and, I mean, Daniel Jones made some awesome throws. And although he wasn't exact, he's, he's not exactly fantasy relevant going forward, or right now, that is uh, – I think he deserves some love. Uh, he yep. does. I mean, he's been a really solid game manager, and he keeps them in games. Um, yeah. He's kind of working with nothing in the receiving core. Everyone's just banged up. Kenny Galladay sucks. Kadarius Tony can't stay healthy. I mean, Sterling Shepard's out with the torn ACL. He's got nothing to work with. Saquon's just a beast. Yeah, I mean, him him and Saquon have led this team to a 4-1 and one start. Saquon's been the best running back in the league so far. If you, if you told me the Giants were going to start 4-1, and one, I'd ask you what you were smoking because, like, I thought they'd have four wins all season. Yeah, I agree. I, I didn't think they were going to be good at all. No. I credit, mean, I thought they were going to be okay. I, th- I thought maybe, like, five, six wins. Yeah, uh, I'm credit exaggerating. Credit to Brian Dable, but, but, oh, my. He's yeah, been a really I mean, good coach so far. I, the locker room seems to love him. Mm-hmm. The Giants made the right call bringing him in. He, he's building a really, really, really good culture yeah. uh, in New York, and there's, there's something special going on with the Giants right yeah. now. You know, there's not a lot special going on with the Lions. Uh, no, not after their offense absolutely imploded. Number one offense, you know, you know they're still the third-ranked offense even after putting up zero points this past week? Yeah, I mean, because... That's how good their offense was going into their that Their defense game. is so bad, they've just been trying to throw the ball downfield, and it was working. That's true, that's true. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, the Lions season up to this point, I think... I don't know if it's necessarily been a fluke. I think a lot of it has to do with how bad their defense really is. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to be really good moving forward. You know, the offense is going to have its moments. You've got Sun God. Jamal Williams is going to get his. Right. DeAndre Swift, when he comes back, is probably going to have a pretty big role too. Um, but at the same time, the defense is so bad, this team's not going to do anything. Yeah, and, and when you're always playing from behind, yeah, uh, that's not a good position. You, won't, you No, because when your your best players on your offense outside of the sun god are your running backs, when you're down a lot, you're going to have to be throwing the ball. You're not going to be right. able to utilize those guys. So, I mean, that's why I don't like their offense. And, and the strength of your offensive line is in the, the run game. Yeah. I mean, their run blocking is yep. phenomenal. Um, speaking of run games, um, how about Raheem Mostert? Is, is he the new running back one in Miami? It, it kind of seems like it. I mean, I went to uh, 
was a week two I went to against the against the Ravens and he was get he was out snapping Edmonds by a ton. He was getting all the third down snaps, which I thought Edmonds was brought in to be their third down back. Mostert's look really good though. Yeah, I mean this past week had eighteen carries for 113 yards and a touchdown. Granted, they're playing with Skylar Thompson as their quarterback, so they were run first. Right, right. I don't know if I've ever seen the Dolphins run this much. But uh, you know, Mostert carving out a pretty big role in this offense. Um, I think moving forward, if you have Mostert or Edmonds in fantasy, I'd be sitting Edmonds at this point. Um, just kind of wait and see. And Mostert, I think, is a strong flex start. Yeah, 100%. And uh, if you have good running back depth, then, hey, I mean, you're, you're, you're sitting pretty because these bye weeks are starting pretty soon. And Yeah, Mostert nice, nice Moster could be a, a nice trade, trade while his value's up. Yeah, um, that's true. On him. I do want to talk about that game really quick. Um, yeah. Uh, who, who did you pick last week to win that game? Listen, man, if I knew Teddy Bridgewater would go out with a concussion in, like, the first drive, I'd be going Jets all day. I'm just saying, I did have you more did. faith in your team last week than you did. You did. And, uh, but man, it, we're I, even because so you had more faith in my team. I was sitting at work. Um, so. I was sitting at work. I put the game on. I work at a golf course, so I'm working in the pro shop. And, uh, I was just I was going crazy live reacting. People probably heard me out on the first hole. Um, <laughs> I was running into the bar, high fiving all the Jets fans in there. It was it was a good time. Um, being over five hundred, this is I haven't felt this in a while, so kind of it's a good feeling right now. I'm I'm not used to this. Yeah, man is uh, man is glowing right now. Yeah, this is <laughs> this team is. I, I will say this Jets offense is. And defense. These young guys are a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. You know who else is glowing? Who's glowing? Damian Pierce. Oh. Oh, man. (laughs) Talk about running back ones for a second. Uh, Damian Pierce is top five in rushing yards. And you know he didn't get his first start till week three? Yeah. Damian Pierce is really good. Top five in rushing yards. Um, He has huge upside going forward. And, you know, if you've been following the podcast since the very beginning, you know that we... Both were very, very, very high on Damian. Yeah, Pierce. this was your rookie of the year pick, right? Offensive rookie of the year, I believe. Yep. And uh, I mean, we were talking about his preseason and how it was really good, and how we didn't know how much weight to account for it just being preseason if guys right. are going 100. percent But Damian Pierce is looking really good. Yeah, uh, he like recorded Pro Football Focus's most um, broken tackles in a game this past. I'm week. not surprised after watching him in preseason. Mm-hmm. He had. 17 broken tackles. Did he really? Yeah. Damn. It, it was like it was insane. I, I believe it was off of like 19 carries too. And he's not just a power back. He's got some explosive speed too. Like yeah. He could break away big runs. He did two weeks ago. So. Right. I mean. <sighs> Damian Pierce has got to be an RB. He's an RB2 in fantasy. RB1 upside. He's trending towards RB1 ups, uh, RB1 right now. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, this is your. <laughs> Listen here. This is your last chance to acquire Damian Pierce before his value is way too high to trade for him. I think it's already too high, especially like if you're in a dynasty league. There's no shot somebody's giving up Pierce. I think if you you talk to the right guy, you might be able to, to swindle him a little bit. Yeah, but. if you're if you're listening to this and you're in my dynasty league where I have Damian Pierce, you're not getting him from me. <laughs> like, there's no way I trade Damian Pierce. Yeah. Um, one guy I want to touch on uh, who's had a roller coaster of a season. I know we talk about him almost every episode, um, so I'm going to make this segment a little quick. Is uh, Carson Wentz? Yeah, Boomer Bust quarterback one, obviously, but he's fifth in passing yards 
and tied for fifth in passing touchdowns so far this season. He had two down weeks in week three and four, came back strong in week five despite throwing that, that was horrible a really bad, game. That was a really bad pick. That was awful. That was really bad. That was awful. Uh, he was without Jahan Dotson this week. Yeah. Um, so Diami I mean, Brown had a game. Diami Brown did show out, um, you know, pair of tutties. But I don't know if you saw the, the, the interview with Rivera. Yeah, that was great. But Ron Rivera did throw Carson Wentz under the bus, blaming Wentz for the commander's slow start to the season. I think this is a situation to monitor. You know, after I read more into it, though, I don't think he's necessarily blaming Wentz. I think what he's saying is bringing in Wentz late, they didn't have a ton of time to prepare, like, an offense around them, like a whole game plan and everything. Um, You've got Daniel Jones. But, listen, I mean, you can't blame quarterback play for, like, your slow start in your division. The Cowboys just won four in a row with Cooper Rush. Right, right. Yeah, the Washington Commanders have, like, I, I, I want to say the 26th-ranked defense. I, I saw uh, Alex Smith defending once in, uh, in a clip the other uh, this morning. but uh, and, and that's kind of what made me want to bring it up is because you throw your quarterback under the bus like that, and we, we know Wentz has a, a history with his confidence not being that great. You know, listen, I don't, I don't think Wentz is a terrible quarterback. He's not a top 10, no. 15 quarterback, but he's right in the middle of the pack. Yeah, 100%. And he's a guy that can win you games, but he's also, as we saw, can lose you games. Mm-hmm. So um, I just I think this is a situation to monitor because if they really don't have that much confidence in their quarterback and they want to turn to somebody like Sam Howell uh, yeah. early on, um, I think that heavily affects the uh, the offense as a whole. I, th- I think all of a sudden Jahan Dotson loses value. Well, you bring in you bring McCorn in Sam loses, Howell. Loses you, value. Yeah, if you bring in Sam Howell, you have a significant downgrade. Yeah, Sam Howell is not a good quarterback. I don't. Th- I'm not a huge Sam Howell fan, but I just I, I think those receivers definitely take a hit because they don't have as much of a experienced veteran throwing them. Yeah, the ball. not only that though, I just I don't see how anybody could think Sam Howell is going to come in and play better than Carson Wentz. Right. Carson Wentz hasn't been terrible. He had two really bad weeks, but he has not been a bad quarterback. He's also been the most sacked quarterback in the league. The O line is really bad. I mean, yeah. we talked about that last episode. You've got Sam Cosme, who's terrible. But again, he's fifth in passing yards and fifth in passing touchdowns. Tied yeah. for fifth in passing touchdowns. So, and you know who's he's he's tied with uh, for passing touchdowns? Who's that? Justin Herbert. That's pretty good company. Yeah. Um, but m- moving on. Uh, the one last thing I want to uh, kind of show a little love is to uh, Dallas Goddard. I he's, do like me some Dallas Goddard. Third most receiving yards by tight end and fifth in receptions of all tight ends. Now, there were a lot of concerns that he would be lost in an offense with a lot of mouths to feed, but he's been consistently a top five tight end so far through the season. So yeah. I, I just wanted to shout out Dallas Goddard. I think he's a, a nice little um, tight end there if you, you draft him. Good job. All right, week six. Week six picks. Let's go. Well, I do want to, you know, bring up the records from week five, you know. I had a nice little week. I was eleven to five. I did go nine and seven, and through week five, we are both forty-five, thirty-four, and one. That's insane. That we're we're tied. It's going to change up though, because we have quite a few picks that we differ on for the first time. Yeah, yeah, no, we we uh, we're usually on the same page, but, but we are we are both putting together some solid years. Yeah. So, uh, you want to start? Yeah, Washington we got at Chicago Thursday. We got Washington at Chicago. Um, I feel like I get to say this every week. This one's going to be tough to watch. 
<laughs> it's Thursday Night Football. It's on Amazon Prime. Anything on Amazon Prime is tough to watch already. I don't know if you have a Prime subscription. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's tough. It's pretty bad. Um, I'm going to go with Chicago in this game. I think it's going to be a very close game, very low scoring. Um, Justin Fields is going to throw like 10 passes. <laughs> and uh, I just think Washington's O-line is just letting them down. Their defense has not been good. Um, but talk about this every week. Chicago's run defense, not good. Right. I'll talk about that later, though. Yeah. Um. I have Washington here. Okay. I uh I think Washington bounces back. They had a tough win last week against Tennessee, and you know I think that that defense has a little bit of a chip on its shoulder because they're ranked so low, and you have so many, uh, so much so much invested in that defense to begin with. That front seven. How many first round picks are, are in that front seven? A lot, and they're all from Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> so like, uh, the the fact that the defense isn't performing is. So something's got to give, and if Washington can't put it together here against a, I'm sorry, really bad Chicago team, because I'm not a fan of Chicago at all, mm-hmm. I don't think, I think they're losing hope for the season. I think that's when you start to panic, you start to, you know, uh, dumpster fire uh, Yeah, I think, I think Darnell Mooney will be out. I... You start to sell everybody, uh, and it, you kind of do a fire sale if you're Washington, if you lose this game. So this is a must win for Washington. Uh, our next game. San Fran at Atlanta. Yeah, I'm going to go with San Fran here. Um, I still don't think Atlanta's that good. Is this a London game or is it one of those? Where is this? Because I, I just noticed it's a 930 game. Oh. It, we got another. We're blessed with another morning game. Yeah, it is another morning Get game. Get your Cheerios, man. Your Cheerios and your Bush Light. Where is this game? Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Why is it? All right, never mind. I think maybe your I th- sheet's wrong. Yeah, I think the sheet that I used was wrong. That's a one o'clock game at Mercedes Benz Stadium. Yeah. Anyways, I'm going San Fran here. Um, How can I, you not? Yeah, I mean, San Fran. They're just they're so good up front. Uh, that that run game is just diabolical. Yeah. Um, Atlanta has not really impressed me this year. Uh, although they did keep it close, I'm pretty sure they're five and zero against the spread. Did they cover again? I think they did. I'm I'm pretty sure they did. Like they're staying in games. I mean, yeah. But they're they're still losing games. The, their coaching just isn't good at it. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They 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 did get screwed out of that game though. Yeah. Are we not going to talk about that Brady call? Yeah, that was that was a brutal call. That was probably one of the worst. There was also calls a bad one I've, last night too. It it was just as bad as the Brady call, but I I think the Brady call was a little that worse. was terrible. Grady how, how Jarrett I, literally did what they say: wrap them up and roll. Yeah, that is as textbook as you can get. What are we playing flag football now? We're playing two-hand touch? Come on, let the guys play. Nobody's making you play at 45, Brady. Don't protect him. All right, we got New England at Cleveland for the next game. Uh, Battle of the running backs in this one. It's kind of the Ramondre Stevenson versus Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt game. Damian Harris is going to be out. Is Mac Jones back for this game? I and if he's Doubt back, it. does he I, start? I I saw that. The tweet about Belichick, what he said. He just yeah. gave like a Belichick textbook answer. Mac yeah. Jones will start. I I don't doubt that Mac Jones will start if he's able to play. I don't think he'll be able to play. He had a high ankle sprain. Guys don't come back after two weeks from that. No, not at all. Um, also, Cleveland just added Deion Jones to their defense. They did. Who, 
it hasn't really had the the most stellar of the past couple seasons, but the talent's there. He's we've an seen, athletic linebacker. We've seen what he can do yeah. at his peak. Um, and to add that to the, that defense that's already pretty scary, um, I mean, I, I think that kind of gives me the edge here. I'm taking Cleveland as well. I agree. Uh, Cleveland's home. How can you not? Uh, your Jets are at Green Bay. I'm picking them this week. <laughs> oh, man. I'm picking them this week. <sighs> Green Bay's offense has been scary to me. Uh, the receivers just haven't haven't looked great. I mean, Romeo Dobbs put together two solid weeks and then was shut down last week. Randall Cobb had a good game against the Giants, but, you know, it's kind of hit or miss with all these receivers, and even the running backs are not playing very well. I'm going to give the edge to the Jets. I think the run defense is very good, and I think mm-hmm. the run defense will be able to at least slow down Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. And if the offense could – if Zach Wilson could just keep them in the game offensively, I think the Jets win a close one. I think the Jets are riding high off of a big divisional victory against the Dolphins. They're traveling – to Wisconsin, Green Bay is home. This is a bounce back game for Green Bay. Give me, give me Aaron Rodgers in a bounce back all day. Um, I mean, you, you make some solid points, but Green Bay's home. Uh, I think these this receiving core of Green Bay is just going to continue to get better as the season goes on. Uh, I don't know. I, I think the Jets are, are happy that they won last week and won by a lot. So usually when there's an offensive explosion, it's followed up by kind of a dud on offense. So I I, I think yeah. I, I could see Green Bay actually blowing the Jets out here, but right. um, we'll see. I mean, you, your corners look good, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if if the Jets win. Sauce did get his first pick. He did. Shout out the Sauce Sauce of Beat Ups sponsor us. It's so good. Got Jacksonville at Indy. I got Jacksonville here. Do you? Jacksonville owns the Colts. I've got I so I've got Indy if Taylor plays. Mm-hmm. Um, if Taylor's out, give me Jacksonville all day long. But if Jonathan Taylor's in, he's just a difference maker. I think uh, if he plays, he kind of has that big game that everyone's kind of been waiting for. If you took him at the first overall pick, <clears throat> me, um, <laughs> you're kind of waiting on that. And I think this is the game that happens if he plays. Give, give me Jacksonville. Jacksonville. They like I said, they own Indianapolis. Indy has not looked good at all. I mean, they they barely win against the Broncos. That's a game that they shouldn't have even won. I know. Russell Wilson literally threw that game away. But, you know. Just thinking of KJ Hamler. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, he, you were wide open. He was wide open. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, the Colts are not a very good team. No, and they're Jacksonville's not. Looked Neither really is Jacksonville solid. though. I don't think Jacksonville's, Jacksonville's looked really solid. They had a slip up this week against Houston. Uh, I think they correct their mistakes. They they bounce back and they win here uh, in Indianapolis. But our next game is Minnesota at Miami. I'm going Miami if Tua plays. If Tua's out, then give me Minnesota all day long. It's kind of one of those where I just don't know yet. I would assume Tua was going to be back this week, but I don't think Tua comes back yet. I I that was a bad concussion that dude had. I think he'll be back. They have the long week. Yeah, but some sometimes it takes a month plus to get over a concussion, especially yeah, um, that one that bad. I'll go Minnesota if Tua does not play. If Tua's in, give me uh, give me Miami, though. I think the offense bounces back with, uh, with Tua. I mean, I was talking to you on Sunday about this. Without Tua, this offense looks terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think even with Tua, uh, I'm taking Minnesota just because I think they're starting to get in stride in the offense. 
They really he, are. Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson's cheat code. Yeah, I mean, he, he's been ridiculous the past couple games. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just I think that everything's running smooth there, and I, they're going to continue to uh, win on you know down the stretch. So give me Minnesota. Uh, next game is Cincy at New Orleans. Give me Cincy all day long here. Yeah, I like Cincy. I like Cincy here. New Orleans just has not been very good. Um, no. You know, Kamara just had a really good game. Taysom Hill had a great game. Um, but I, I think Cincy is just too good matched up against this New Orleans team. Yeah, I, I although I think uh, this is tough because I initially wanted to go Cincinnati, but thinking about it now, New Orleans has a really good front four. And I think Burrow is going to be running for his life. But New Orleans also has a, kind of a, a bad run D. So, yeah. Um, as, I, I think Joe Mixon kind of eats here. I got I got to go Cincy just off of gut feel. Okay. Um, yeah. So, Baltimore at the Giants is next. I think this is going to be a pretty solid game. The this Giants are staying game. in it with everyone. Um, it's going to be but, a really close but game. But give me Baltimore here. I was teetering on the line. My, you know, I gave the edge to Baltimore, but there's one thing that the Giants have as their secret weapon. What's that? His name's Wink Martindale, their defensive coordinator. He was a Ravens guy. If anybody knows how to stop Lamar, it's him. Okay. Um, I I I think Lamar gets contained, and I think that they're gonna have to beat New York in the passing game. But New York is down a, a lot in the secondary. So mm-hmm. I think Baltimore edges them out uh, if Lamar can. Yeah, I think you know, I think this throws. also depends if uh, if Rashad Bateman comes back this week. Yeah. Without Bateman, I, their receivers are weak. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Duvernay. I mean, obviously Mark Andrews is going to get the ball. Right. But outside of like Duvernay, you don't really have much. You got uh, Demarcus Robinson and uh, Tylen Wallace, but I don't, I don't think either of them are that great. Um, Rashad Bateman is definitely a difference maker in that offense. Yeah, I, I think Baltimore edges them out, though. I agree. Uh, Tampa at Pitt. Easy one. Tampa. Tampa. Tampa, Tampa, Tampa. Pitt just got destroyed and completely embarrassed by Buffalo. Yeah. Um, Tampa has all their weapons back. I don't need to explain this. Uh, yeah, Tampa. I'm just I'm going against Pitt every week until they prove me wrong. Yeah, I mean, Pitt, Pitt looks bottom tier right now. Yeah. Uh, and Najee, I mean, Najee, Najee, Najee. Carolina he's, at the Rams. I, I don't need to talk about Pitt anymore. I don't yeah. need to bring them down anymore. They've they've been beaten down enough. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Carolina at the Rams. Rams are home. Rams have not impressed me, but it's Carolina. Carolina is another one of those teams that has not looked good. And PJ Walker starting. PJ Walker starting. PJ Walker is starting. Baker Mayfield was already ruled out last night. Really? Yes. So give me the Rams. Yeah, by a, Rams. Give me the by Rams a by a lot. Yeah. Uh, Arizona at Seattle. Ooh, I'm gonna go Seattle here. I think their offense is just very good. You think they get a spark from Kenneth Walker? Yes. I uh, the, the offense is very good. Kenneth Walker's ability to make big plays in the run game is going to open up play action for Lockett and DK downfield. And mm-hmm. Geno's a good quarterback. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Arizona, like, I, I as much as I want to root against them, I want to pick Seattle here. I just, for some reason, they keep staying in these games. And almost winning. If it weren't for a tip pass in that final field goal uh, against Philly, the, the Arizona game was going to overtime this yeah. past week. Um, you know, and Philly's arguably the best team in the league. So if you're able to step up 
that much and, and almost beat the Eagles, uh, I think he, you should really be able to beat Seattle, whose defense hasn't really looked that great. Um, and who who in Seattle secondary is covering Marquise Brown? I don't, uh, Tariq Woolen's very, very fast. He's just not super polished. That's the thing. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I think Arizona takes us. Got Buffalo, Kansas City. The best game of the week, and they put it at 425 when we have to watch Russell Wilson cook on Monday Night Football. I am pissed. Yeah. No, the only thing Russell Wilson is cooking is SpaghettiOs in the microwave. <laughs> um, yeah, this is going to be an electric game. This yeah, this, so this should be a primetime game. I don't, I don't understand at all. I mean, you could flex those games, can't you? They could. I mean, you don't want to. I, take... I don't think you can flex until. I don't think they can flex until later in the year. Oh, okay. I think something with TV deals and stuff. Gotcha. I'm not sure. All right. Well, give me Buffalo here. I think they're too good. Um, I don't see many teams beating them this year, and I don't think Kansas City. You know, Kansas City didn't look great last night, um, and if they get off to a slow start like they did again. Buffalo is way better than the Raiders. They'd be able to run away with it. Now, the thing with Kansas City, the reason they didn't look that great last night was Vegas blitzed. They blitzed all night. Yeah. Um, And I think that's – Casey still won, but I, I, obviously it was an arguable decision at the end going for the yeah. two-point conversion. That was a game that Casey very much could have lost. Um, Buffalo is a much better team than uh, Vegas is. Yeah. And Buffalo has a much better pass rush than Vegas does. Yep. So, give me Buffalo here. Yep, um, I agree. I, I think Casey's very beatable. I agree with everything you said. Dallas at Philly for Sunday night. Man. Dallas coming off four wins in a row. They're riding high. Um, I still, you got to give me Philly at home here. Tough divisional matchup. Um, not sure what the status on Dak is yet. Yeah, uh, It's it's I, looking I would, bleak. Yeah, I I don't think he'll be playing this week. Um, so give me Philly. I think the offense and the, I mean, they're just a better team all around. The defense is better. Their offense is better. I think we're going to be able to take away CD lamb. Yeah. I think that's going to absolutely, that's what, that's the thing. Most teams can't. Right. But, but if anybody can, yeah, it's Darius Slay. Yep. Uh, so uh, give me Philly here, Philly at home. I got to ride with my boys. And then finally (laughs) Monday night, mundane night. This could be another tough one to watch, I think. I don't think the Chargers Chargers. are as good as people think. No. Um, And they're not as good as I hoped. I picked them to win the Super Bowl. (laughs) I did did have Buffalo over Philly in the Super Bowl. That still looks realistic. It does. But, um, yeah, give me the Chargers here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) Denver just has not impressed me. Yeah. You lose to the Colts. Uh, Russell Wilson has not looked – I'm not even going to say great. He hasn't looked good. Yeah. He doesn't look mediocre. You compare his stats to Geno Smith, and Geno Smith is blowing him out of the water. Um, I, I just I don't get it, man. I, I don't understand what's going on in Denver, but Nathaniel Hackett, Russell Wilson, oh, oh, man, recipe for disaster. Give me the Chargers. Yep. All right, real quick, parlay pick of the week before we get into some waiver watch and some fantasy sleepers. You want to start? Yeah, I'll start it off. I've got Tampa Bay minus 8.5. Um. I think they easily cover there. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the Jets plus seven. Wow. Okay. And I've got the Rams and Panthers over 40 and a half for plus six eleven odds. Wow. Um, so you have I, a small one this week. Yeah, I'm going three legs. Small I guy. got a, I got a, 
Got to get a little win in here. Yeah. Um. So I, I start off the same with mine. I have Tampa Bay minus eight and a half. Uh, I got Jacksonville getting two and a half against the Colts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have Cincinnati money line. I have the Arizona money line. Altogether, that adds up to plus one thousand and five odds. Lay down ten bucks, you win a hundred bucks. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, waiver we'll ho- watch. Yeah, we'll hop into the waiver mm-hmm. wire watch. Um, I'm gonna kick this off with my boy Kenny Dubs. Uh, if you've been following us since the beginning of the season, you know this is one guy we're fairly high on yeah. going in this season. Um, Kenneth Walker. Uh, with Rashad Penny's injury this week. We saw a small, small, tiny glimpse of what Kenny Dubs is capable of. Walker ran eight times for 88 yards and a touchdown. Uh, although this is a small sample size, Walker still averaged 11 yards per carry. It is a small sample size, but once Penny went down, he had 88% of the snaps on offense. So, And with Penny out for the season, this yeah. is thrusting Kenny Dubs into a starting workhorse back type of role. I feel like last week I said something about Penny with his injury history too so yeah. if you had walker make sure you have him as a handcuff and one weekend boom right yeah but I kenneth mean, walker is going to be really good he's he's immediately a running back too in my yeah. opinion yeah uh, and he is gonna have running back one upside yep he's only rostered in 47 percent of yahoo leagues i use yahoo yeah i know you use sleepers yeah so i believe he's available or he's rostered in 56 percent or something like that so, so about half half yeah. of, of you know uh he's rostered in and, uh, I mean, he should be added in any league that he's available. Uh, if if you're not going to get him, you're getting him, you're losing him. Yeah, I think he's a league winner. I, I 100%. I agree. I uh, I have him and Damian Pierce in my keeper league. Um, I'm pretty hyped about Ooh, that. Ooh, that's really good. Yeah. Um, next guy is uh, that you, know, you should be watching out for is Alec Pierce. Um, although the Thursday night football game between the Colts and Broncos was really painful to watch, there was a bright side for fantasy owners, and that yeah. is Alec Pierce breaking out into fantasy relevance. Pierce caught eight of nine targets for 81 yards, and although this stat line seems about as boring as the quarterback throwing to uh, throwing to him, it shows promise of a wide receiver three. Um, this was Pierce's second straight game with 80 receiving yards. Yeah, he's looking he's looking solid. He's carving up that wide receiver two role behind Michael Pittman. Um, going into the year, you kind of you didn't really know what kind of role Alec Pierce would have. Right. Rookie second round pick. He's shown he could fill in that role, and he's rostered in less than ten percent of Yahoo leagues. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's a guy that you can go out and you know if you need depth, if you lost if you, a receiver, or if injury. you have a guy in a bye week and you right. need somebody to pick, uh, he's a good placeholder for a week. Yeah, I mean, if he's available in ten percent of league, yeah. less than ten percent, like go out, go out and get him yeah. if you can. Um, you want to say this yeah, next one? Jacoby Myers. What's zapping <laughs> in New in England? England? <laughs> you know, whether it's Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi, um, Jacoby Myers is clearly the number one. Um, after missing weeks three and four, he came back putting up seven catches, 111 in a score. Through three games this season, he has 20 for 261 and a touchdown. High end wide receiver three production out of Jacoby Myers. And he's available in roughly half of Yahoo leagues. Um, definitely worth stashing through bye weeks. I think he's a solid flex play. Yeah, I mean, I remember, was it last week we were arguing Devontae Parker and Nelson Aguilar? Yeah. Well, <laughs> why Why do we forget about Jacoby Myers? Yeah. it's it's It feels like year in and year out, like ever since he's been in the league, he's kind of been the, the go-to guy in New England. Yeah, the thing with him that I never really liked is that he couldn't score. Right, but... Yeah, he scored. Yeah, he scored. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I, I like Myers a lot moving forward. Yeah, the last guy in the waiver wire watch. Um, <laughs> whew, he's none other than the human multi-purpose tool himself, Taysom Hill. Before we get started, I am very mad at myself because I picked him up in a dynasty league last mm-hmm. week. Yeah. Just because I had an open spot and I figured if something happens to Andy Dalton, he becomes a quarterback and I get to start a quarterback at my tight end position. Right. I pick him up and I don't start him. He puts up over 40 points on my bench. Yeah, Taysom Hill's kind of like your friend that is annoyingly good at everything he does, even if it's his first time doing it. Yes. Passing, Hill delivers. Receiving work, Hill will come through. Rushing, just look at his stat line this past week. He ran nine times, 112 yards, and three scores. And he's only rostered in 31% of Yahoo leagues. He recovered a fumble, too, on special teams. (laughs) This guy can do it all. He does it all. He's like that, like he's that that guy, your friend that can do like everything just really well. Oh, Mario Kart! I've never heard of it before. Wins first place. Oh, uh, pick a basketball game. Yeah, sure, I'll play. Scores twenty points. Like it, it's he, he's he's that guy. He he is him. Um, and uh, I haven't even gotten to the best part about this. Well, Griffin kind of mentioned that was in most leagues he's labeled as a quarterback and a tight end. Yeah. I mean, you can slide this guy into your tight end spot, and he has Travis Kelsey tight end. Yeah, in my line. league, he's only labeled as a tight end. Really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. So, it's I don't know. I, I love Taysom Hill. I don't know if you could expect more than 10 touches a week. Um, but even in a game where Kamara had his, Taysom Hill was getting touches. So Yeah. I mean, I, he's, the, he's the RB2. He's a quarterback. He's a receiver. Yeah. He's a running back. He's a fullback. You know. Hell, you use him on special teams. You use him as a returner. Like yeah. th- this guy does it all. It's yeah. crazy. Um, as as a Kamara owner in the past, I did hate him though because he vultures so many touchdowns. Yeah. But uh, now that you can play him in the tight end spot, use it to your advantage. Yep. We want to jump into some week six sleepers. Yeah. So I mean, these are guys that are rostered in probably most leagues, but guys that have been you know had down numbers, injuries, something like that that we kind of expect. Yeah. A big week out of. I'm going to start it off with Rondale Moore here. Um, facing a Seattle secondary that hasn't looked really good at all. They allowed, they've allowed the seventh most passing yards um, and the most yards per attempt in the league thus far. This is the last week before DeAndre Hopkins comes back. And, you know, Moore wants to carve out that starting role. You know, he probably has that starting role. But, you know, you're fighting for some time. You've got A.J. Green. You've got Greg Dorch who fought for time. You got DeAndre Hopkins coming back. I didn't even mention Hollywood Brown. So, right. I mean, they've got, they've got Ertz, receivers. Who a big receiving Z- threat. Zach Ertz. So, I mean, Rondale Moore is going to be fighting for some playing time with all the with the deep receiver room. He needs to show Kyler that he can trust him moving forward the rest of this year. I think Rondale Moore has a big week. Cliff Kingsbury also really needs to start utilizing Rondale Moore in a role that's fitting him. That's a Curtis Samuel type role. Yes. You can you – can, you know, use, use him in screens. You throw to him deep downfield. Line him up at the running back spot. Like he's a small, shifty guy. Give him a couple carries a game. See what happens. Yeah. Um, our next sleeper. Uh, this is a guy you should definitely take a shot on. Uh, it's Brian Robinson. Oh my God! I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> it's pretty clear the Commanders do not like Antonio Gibson. Uh, <laughs> I just I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> <laughs> they they took, I mean, what a story though. But for Brian Robinson, yes, no. I mean, it's shout incredible. Out Brian Rob- yeah. he, he got shot six weeks ago. Comes back and, and he plays in the NFL play, after being yeah. shot six weeks ago. Twice, 
He wasn't just shot yes. once. He was shot twice in the leg. In the leg. He's a running back. He's a running back. <laughs> like, the, the, this this story is, is absolutely phenomenal. Jokes aside, so much respect for Brian Robinson. Yes, 100%. He, he, he's just incredible story, and uh, I'm so happy that he's you know, doing well and, and able to play. Yeah. And all jokes aside, I do love him this week. We talk about Chicago's run defense. They have the worst run defense, or actually I think it's the second worst by one yard or something like that. Yeah. Um, but this power running style with explosive speed, I don't know if he'll get a lot of touches yet. They're kind of trying to ease him back into it. But at the same time, I think Brian Robinson could have a big day. I don't expect Antonio Gibson to get a lot of touches in this game. Yeah, no, uh, Antonio Gibson was taking snaps with the the return team going into the season. Like, Antonio yeah. Gibson, they were not a huge fan of. And yeah, I he's think put Antonio up... Gibson might be the one that shot him. Oh, man. <laughs> that was worse than my joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, let's just move on to James Conner. Uh, he's our next sleeper this week. Um, the only defense that has allowed more rushing yards than the Bears is the Seahawks uh, by the one yard that you had mentioned. Uh, and James Conner is a bit banged up, but if he's able to go on Sunday, he should be able to break out yeah. uh, a couple big runs, which he hasn't been able to do to this point in the season. Um, it sounds like a very minor rib injury for Connor. Yeah. Uh, so if healthy, uh, he's a must start in week six. Yeah. I believe Daryl Williams got hurt. So, I mean, the next man up would be Eno Benjamin. So just c- kind of keep an eye on it. If Connor can't go, Eno Benjamin yeah. could be a, a solid waiver pickup, but uh, you know, like you said, James Connor, if he could b- break out some big runs, at least get him some touches, that right. opens up the play action for downfield with Rondell Moore and Marquise Brown. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of talking myself into picking Arizona. What am I doing? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I do like James Conner this week. Hey, it's not too late to hop on the, the bandwagon. <laughs> Arizona, man. Um, I don't know if I could root for Hillary Clinton's team. Oh, man, is it? No, that was... Kyler Murray showed up on all green, and then they put a side by side of him oh. in his outfit with Hillary Clinton. It was I, pretty, I didn't see that. Was oh, I saw I saw the pregame outfit. His pregame outfit was terrible. That was atrocious. <laughs> that was that was rough. I mean, you're you're sporting the Kelly green against the Eagles. Yeah, you're bound to lose that game. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, that was really bad. Yeah. And uh, who's the last guy you you think is a sleeper this week? Griffin? I like Ramondre Stevenson a lot this week. Really? Um, Tell it me came more. out it came out today that uh, Damian Harris has the hamstring injury and he's likely out for. They say a while, which you never know. Definitely this week, though. Really? Um, You know, Ramondre Stevenson coming off a huge game against the Lions. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're facing the Browns, who have allowed the third most yards per carry this season at 5.3, which could set up Stevenson for some very big games. The run block is really strong. And if Mac Jones misses this game, like we kind of expect him to, the team's going to be very run heavy. Makes sense. Um, yeah. And Stevenson has that upside as a receiving back as well. Huge upside as a receiving so, back. So at PPR leagues, he's a must start. I think he has RB2 upside this week. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. I think it's Ramondre Stevens season. Um, yeah. 100%. So uh, I think that's going to wrap it up. Is there anything else you would want to address before we end the, the episode? I, I, I don't. I think that's pretty much it. That's uh, all I've got. Yeah, I, I do want to say one thing. Eagles are 5-0. and Eagles look really good. The Eagles do look really good. The, the, Jalen Hurts did have a couple iffy plays this past week against Arizona. We did barely pull up the win, but our defense stepped up. We tipped that pass. He, he, or not the pass, the kick. Um, and, you know, he 
missed the kick and we win what 2017 so i i think philly is serious super bowl contenders right now i uh, agree i i think that your your top three right now gotta be philly buffalo kc yes no matter how yes 100 yes. I, I don't see any other teams coming close to touching those three i agree um i would also like to point out the jets have the offensive rookie and defensive rookie of the year on their team right now they don't have damian pierce hey Watch it. Don't <laughs> don't get ahead of yourself yet. Garrett Wilson, baby. Yeah. Nah, not even Garrett Wilson. Brees Hall. Brees, Brees Hall. Hall is looking really good. Yeah. We didn't even really talk about him. We did not talk about him. He Brees had Hall. 197 yards from scrimmage. He had two catches for 100 yards. Yeah, or game. 97 yards. I Massive game. And he had 100 on the ground. It, he looks really good. Breaking a lot of tackles. He looks explosive. The Jets' offense looks really good, in my opinion. Brees Hall, Sauce Gardner winning Defensive Rookie of the Year. He's been locked down. He's got guys lost in the sauce. And we'll leave it on that note. I don't know. I, I One last thing is I think Devin Lloyd might have something to say about that Defensive Rookie of the Year uh, okay. spot right there. He's been incredible. Yeah, he I has. Mean, he's, he's been really good. Sauce I mean, has guys lost in the sauce, though. That's true. Ahmad Gardner does have his own sauce. (laughs) Shout out sauce sauce. Uh, And that is going to do it. Make sure you follow us on social media platforms. We're at Ice Bath Sports on Instagram and TikTok at Ice Bath Pod on Twitter. And be sure to check out the YouTube version of this episode on the Ice Bath Sports podcast YouTube page. Matt, as always, stay cool. We'll see you next Tuesday.